No doubt many of you have already turned to the passage to look to see what what could James possibly be preaching on today. And if true has, and he's going, oh no, now I've got to listen to Mama. <laughs> John two chapter or John, John chapter two verses one through ten is about Jesus at a wedding. He's there with his mother with the disciples, they're having a good time, and something happens, and then his mama steps in and says, fix it. So let's go ahead and read this little story and see what's happening here. It says, on the third day, a wedding took place in Cana of Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus had his and his disciples were invited to the wedding as well. When the wine ran out, Jesus' mother told him they don't have any wine. What does that have to do with you and me, woman? Jesus asked. My hour has not yet come. I would never have called my mother woman. <laughs> but his mama does miss a beat. She acts like he's going to do it anyway. Do whatever he tells you, his mother told the servants. Now six stone water jars had been set there for the Jewish purification. Each contained 20 or 30 gallons. Fill the jars with water, Jesus told them, so they filled them to the brim. Then he said to them, now draw, out, draw some out and take it to the head waiter. And they did. When the head waiter tasted the water after it had become wine, he did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. He called the groom and told him, Everyone sets out the fine wine first, but after people are drunk, drunk the inferior. But you have kept the fine wine until now. See, at a Jewish wedding, there's a head waiter who's basically the host of the whole situation. And he's in charge of making sure everything's going on correctly. And part of that is serving the wine to the people. Well, part of Jewish tradition is everybody gets lit throughout the night from the wine, and so they bring the cheaper stuff out later because nobody's really going to notice or care. You see, when Jesus is involved, he brings the good stuff. You think what you've been having in life is the good stuff, but Jesus brings something so much better. See, Jesus was bound by the Ten Commandments, by the commandments given to him from his father to obey his parents. So when his mother spoke, he had no choice. The first miracle was about to take place, and he knew it was going to set in motion the events that would ultimately lead to his crucifixion, burial, and resurrection. He knew that his ministry was about to become very, very public because he was about to perform a miracle in public. He had already done some private, some, some more private miracles, such as giving the fish to Peter and John and James and Andrew in order to call them into his ministry. He had already done other miracles for other people. He had talked to Nathaniel 
at this point about him seeing him under the tree. Knew the conversation he had had with Philip. See, in the chronological order of John, all those things have already taken place. But they were private miracles for each individual so that they would come into the fold. This was going to be his first public miracle. His first out to the world, I am the Messiah. And see, what Mary told the servants is how we need to live our life. There in verse 5, she said, Do whatever he tells you. Do whatever he tells you. We've got to open our heart and our ears and our minds to hear Jesus' commands to us so that we can do whatever he tells us. Because when we do that, we follow his commands, that's when the good stuff comes. See, the world thinks the good stuff is money and riches and fame and fortune and all these other things that you get, pleasures and parties and good times with friends. No. Eternal life with God the Father. Salvation from sin. Sanctification in your soul. Healing in your heart, your mind, and your soul. That's the good stuff. That's what Jesus can bring you. You think you're living a good life or you think you got things going and you have no idea what He has in store. What He can bring when you're drunk on this thinking life. He's got the good stuff waiting for you. He's bringing the real wine to the table. In a couple of weeks we'll take sacrament as we celebrate Easter and we'll drink some juice it's supposed to represent His blood. And many churches will drink actual wine to celebrate his blood and that is the good stuff it's those sacraments that we can take to represent the sacrifice that he made for us he died on that cross for us See, at the end of his ministry he began the ministry when his time here on this earth was done he set forth a motion to where we could carry on in His name because He will be living in us. Because when we thought the good times were with Him here, we read about it, the, the apostles thought that was the good times. It was afterwards when they did what He told them. Go ye therefore all the world making disciples and baptizing in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost Jesus brought the good stuff they knew peace they knew mercy they knew blessings they were able to heal in his name they were able to cast out demons in his name they were able to bring so many more people into that blessing and spread his love his joy and his message throughout the world and for over 2,000 years, we have been getting the good stuff from Jesus just by doing what he tells us. 
confess our sins and believe in Him. That's as simple as it gets. Confess our sins and believe in Him. Everything else He'll take care of in time. That is all He's asked us to do to get started. I've got to clean up my life. Not yet. Confess and believe. I've got to get right before I get to church. No. Confess and believe. I've got to really change my mindset. I've got some bad things on my mind. Confess and believe. The rest of that is what he'll bring to the table. He will change your mindset. He will get you right. He will clean up your act. If you just listen to him and do what he tells you. Mary knew all along. And she told those servants, just listen to him. Do what he tells you. Confess and believe with all he's commanded of us. <coughs> it's only after that that we can go out and make disciples. Non-believers can't make disciples. Only believers can do that. Non-believers can't baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. They can only give a bath in those names at best. Believers can do that. If we confess in the name of Jesus Christ and believe that He has died for our sins and has risen because He has defeated death, And we'll know what it's like to taste the wine at God's table when we get to heaven. Because we have listened and obeyed. See, when we, when we get to where Jesus is, then we can look back at all of this. And we can see that the moment we confessed, the moment we believed, our whole life changed and we didn't even realize it then. If you think you're going through a hard time, hey, I've tried to give Jesus a chance. Then let go of what's holding you back. And I know that's not easy. Because I've been there. <coughs> Having trust and faith in someone that you can't see but if you're willing you can feel them you can hear them and as you move forward your eyes are open to where you can see them and the things that are around you it's spring new life has sprouted from dead seeds We see the plants die off in the fall and we're, oh, they're dead. The leaves are falling. Everything else is falling, but those seeds hit the ground. And where they hit the ground and been buried and set dormant through the whole winter, spring brings new life. And from those seeds that have fallen from that dead plant, a new life has come. That's Jesus at work. When you realize that's exactly what he did. He died on that cross and he laid in the ground and then he walked out because he had overcome death. 
People say it's not possible. We see it every year in the simplicity of his design. He has been giving us that message for all eternity. I will overcome death and I will bring you into a new life. Just confess and believe. And I can give you the good stuff. It's not going to be what you're thinking. I don't have to bless you with riches. I don't have to make you famous. I don't have to give you all the friends in the world. Because I've given you the Father and a direct pathway to Him. And that's through Jesus Christ that He's done that. good stuff Jesus has is salvation from hell from an eternity of suffering everlasting life with God the Father because he heals souls he cleanses hearts and minds he sanctifies a worthless sinner like me because he saw something in we were his creation corrupted by the devil's actions and he has overcome it. so I ask everyone who hasn't at least consider coming to Jesus the cross tore the veil of the temple and made the altar open all the time always open for every person to come and confess you don't have to wait till a certain time of year for a sacrifice he's already done that wherever you're at whatever stage of life you're in whatever's going on in your mind whatever kind of lifestyle you're living You don't have to stay there because Jesus has made a way. Confess and believe. And he can start working on the rest. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you for the blessings you've given us and the message that you have given today. It's such a simple message and such a special scene we see Jesus and his mother at a wedding. And she knew. Do whatever he tells you. God, lay that message on our heart. Do whatever he tells us. And he has already told us to confess in our sins and to believe in him. And God, I ask that if anybody has anything weighing on their heart, that they're willing to lay it on your altar, to put it at your feet, at the foot of the cross, and give it to you. And that they're willing to share that message with others around them that it's so easy that everything else will come later. Right now, just confess and believe, Lord. I ask that you bless each heart and each mind and open the eyes and hearts of those people that are hearing this message so that they can hear your words and hear your imploring that you're asking us to 
just do what he has told us and trust that he has something so much better than what we already have. Put that message on our hearts and minds as we go out from here today and bless each and every person to do your will. In the blessed name of Jesus Christ, amen.